Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis and Benjamin Holden. Ding, ding. This week's episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Yes, it is We're going to be telling you a bit more about that in the podcast as well because we've still been testing it. Yeah, um, I'm sipping on it right now. But straight face. Okay. Straight Ooh. face. Ready? Mm-hmm. Is that a little sippy sip? Yeah. Carl, you can get your mic for this one as well if you want. Is this a joke? Yeah, ready. Of course it's a joke. A sexual joke. Might not be. Might just well, be a normal well, joke. I don't, ben, I don't think they exist with you. Go on. Ready? I'm ready. What comes after 69? 70. 70. Mouthwash. <laughs> that is just... <laughs> not, that isn't... <laughs> That isn't even a joke, though, Ben. You don't. I laughed. He got it. Ben, you don't understand the basis of a joke. Okay. People are Explain supposed to laugh. Explain the basis of a joke to me. Cal laughed. Cal didn't laugh. He Cal did said laugh. seventy. Yeah, that is actually the... gross, though. I definitely breathed that on my nose. Lucy, have you got a joke? Can you tell us one yeah. joke? You give us a joke. Like, what's your fave? My, well, mine was the snowman one. You can't have one joke. Why? It's my dad's joke. I don't tell. That's. Do I think that's a you, funny joke. Do you want me to joke. tell you a non-rude joke then? Yeah. Okay, here we go. It's a bit of a bit of a long one. It's not a one-liner. Oh, is it like how the cucumber goes into the shop no, and buys it? No, it's not the Scotsman, the Welshman, whatever. Okay. I'm trying to remember it now. It's one of those jokes I haven't told for a while. And I'm not, I'm <sighs> not a comedian, so... Then. Do you know what? I won't bother then. No, I will. Go on. So okay. I'm ready. I'm well ready. So this guy finishes work. Yeah. Goes into a bar. Yeah. The bar's on the 59th floor. Yeah. I forgot the joke already. Oh. No. No, I'm joking. I think you started really no. well. So he goes into the bar on the 59th yeah. floor. Yeah. Goes to the bar and they get a drink. Sit down, there's another guy at, at the other end of the bar, and he goes, They'd had about 10 drinks each by this point, it's getting on. They're a bit tipsy, a bit pissed. So, this guy, anyway, goes, I bet you a tenner I can jump out that window, get sucked into the 20th floor, and run back up again. And the guy goes, Bet you can't. So, this guy, anyway, gears up, goes running, dives out the window, he's falling all the way down the, the, the building floors, gets sucked in through the 20th floor window. Runs back up, goes, told you so. So he gives him a tenner. The other guy goes, double or No, the, the guy jumped out the window, goes, double or quits. So he goes, okay. Does it again, jumps out the window. Fallen down the building, sucked into the 20th floor, runs back up, takes the guy's money, and the other guy goes, what's going on here? I'm going to try it. So this other guy, oh no. gears up, runs, jumps out the window, he's fallen down the building, Falls to the 20th floor, goes past the 20th floor, hits the floor, splats everywhere and dies. The bartender goes, you're a bastard when you're drunk, Superman. <laughs> How have you not got that one? Oh my God. Have you, can you see her face on this camera? How are you still struggling to understand that joke? He was the one who squashed on the floor. Just a random guy in a bar. And he was talking to Superman? Yes. Did he not know he was talking to Superman? Obviously not. Well, that's not very good of Superman, is it? You should have surely gone down oh, and saved sake. him. Th these jokes aren't supposed to be logical. That wasn't that funny. That I said at the start, is this like, oh, the cucumber goes into the bar. That was exactly that joke. Cal got it straight away. But was it hilarious? Lucy, can you tell us the cucumber goes into the bar? Yeah. No, I don't actually know it, Cal. It was, that was just an example. You know the ones where people tell where it's like, there was this person, this person, this person, and then the, the cucumber said this to like the artichoke. You know those sort of ones? A little bit, a little bit boring. Do you know what that reminds me of? That joke, actually, the boys. Oh! If anyone hasn't watched the boys, by the way, I don't think you need to watch. Who was, I was speaking to about someone this morning. I can't remember who it was. He hasn't watched it yet. It's so it's it's like the Avengers, but the most and the most like un PC version of the Avengers. They try to bend the rules of snowflakeism as much as possible. But I thought the first two seasons, oh, is it season four that's just come out? Season three. Season three. The first two seasons I thought were really good. The third season, after the first episode, I was like, I don't really want to watch a small man crawl well, into yeah. a end of a penis <laughs> and explode. Cal, what... I was distraught, you know. <laughs> I looked don't at give the plot away. It's not the plot. That's just you know, you know people what, have. It was the exact same. We yeah. watched it and she's like, "I am not watching." It is so fucked was... up. But like... even you said that is yeah, something's gone proper, wrong there. Like lads, kind of TV. Is it, it though? Some you you little... were cringing, like crossing your legs. <laughs> yeah, because I was imagining someone like the borrowers running up a penis. <laughs> you know what I mean, it was fucking weird. It was so it was weird. horrible. It's so graphic as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is I... good. It's like you. It's like you shouldn't want to watch it, but you carry on watching it anyway. Mm. It's one of those things. 
Yeah, you last night went, should we just put it on? I went, well, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It is good though. Okay, well, it's called The Boys. You know, it's actually gone very like laddie now. I just can't vibe with it. It is good though. The other, another thing that's come out, which I haven't seen yet, the new Top Gun. Yeah. Anyone seen that? No, we've not seen, but I've not seen the first one, but apparently you don't really need to. It looks amazing. It's just past 300 million on the box office. It's doing bits. My dad is obsessed. Well, he says it's so good. The film's end. $548 million now to this point. Who's in the, the main guy? In the first in 10 days, but they're getting sued as well. Why? So the, the person who wrote the original comic about Top Gun, they signed copyrights for the film to be produced and the copyright apparently ended in 2020. Um, so now they're trying to sue the, oh. the the recent filmmaking for, and it's based on the earnings as well. <sighs> Big money maker that they win that. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Who is it? Sorry, Cal. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Tom How Cruise. Do you not Tom Cruise. I don't know. Oh, I don't know why I said to, which one's Tom Hanks? He's Woody from Toy Story. Oh, he's Cast the one away. who's in Green Mile. Green Mile. He's great. Um, Tom Cruise apparently looks the same as he did. Like he apparently he's just like not aged. I've not seen it, so I can't make a comment. But loads of people said he just still looks really, really good. Am I thinking of the right person? Yeah, he hasn't aged too much. He's he's the one who's a Scientologist. He's uh, like in that crazy religion. Is he a Mission Impossible? Yeah, that's his. I'm that's his wa- brown hair. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like five foot six. Yeah. He did, have you seen those clips? I'm going. <laughs> he's, he's five foot six though. So <laughs> get that one in there. Five I've seen those clips. I'm going absolutely ape shit. By the way, during COVID, when one of the sets nearly got closed down. So someone's walking through the set or something about the mask on. It was this is like balls deep in COVID, and there's an audio of him going absolutely ape shit. Going, we got we got fucking five hundreds of jobs here, and you can't be out to wear your fucking. He's going nuts. To be fair, fair I mean, thousands of will will have gone into the whole production, everything. His so yeah, if you're told to wear a mask, and you're not wearing it. I, you'd be pretty angry, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Fair play. Have you seen the other um, thing? That's off? I don't know if you've seen it this week. To any, uh, uh, Probably a bit of a warning as well actually, to anyone who wears a Fitbit. What? Fitbit have issued a recall on almost 2 million of their smartwatches that were produced between 2017 and 2020. I don't have one, but I'm holding my wrist. Why? Yeah. What happened? Basically, it's over fears of manufacturing faults. That means some users have been banned by the watch. It gets too hot. Yeah, so it's getting too hot, hot and it's burning. And it's basically the report of the batteries overheating for some users. So may just be even being worth checking um, if you've got one that was manufactured between 2017 and 2020. Don't want to scare anyone, by the way. I'm just thinking you can probably make some dough. Do you know there's also a crazy thing? It's actually not correlated or related in any sense to a Fitbit, but still had to for like a recall of items. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why I'm laughing. This is actually not funny at all. It was really scary. My dad was driving to London in his big car and he was on the motorway coming off on the slip road and his tire came off. But luckily he was slowing down to come off the slip. His tire came off the car. So he was on three wheels. So he Uh, slowed down and his tire was just like down, down the motorway. So obviously the tire company had Mm. to recall loads of cars that they fitted because that, I mean, that could have been really bad because there was witnesses Obviously, Dad's pulled up, and the t- the tire has continu- continued down Dad's the split so road. Fast and they all just continued driving to his destination. I was doing fucking free free wheels. Well, he got like so far as Birmingham, and thought, "Oh God, I'm gonna have to go home now. I have to, I have to get picked up, go back, get a t- get a new tire." Not so, no. And then they had to get recall because obviously, you you, yeah. you what do you mean? You can't have three tires on a car mm-hmm. unless it's a three wheeler. Yeah, I'd. I'd go mad. I bet that is so dangerous. Very fluke, though, that I don't think that's a common occurrence. Like, your tyre should come so off your was car. Was the car recalled? Yeah, the car was recalled, but it was more so... He had his tyres changed, so it was the but company the mod- who did the tyres. All the, the tires. were recalled his car? No, no, no. All... So the tyre manufacturer okay. recalled all the tyres they'd just done, thinking, oh, my God, we've not, like, yeah, put a bolt sense. in somewhere or whatever it is. Sorry, yeah, completely off topic, but wow. Also off topic, Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. That is... I've I've actually just pulled up his video, you the know, YouTube because... YouTube just come out, but where basically, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, he's recreated the entire Willy Wonka's warehouse factory out of chocolate and sweets and stuff. He's got a fucking room made out of marshmallows. He's got the chocolate river, which apparently was really hard to make because it kept yeah. the chocolate going really weird. 
So they've actually spent, I reckon, millions to make sure that it works properly with the little pink boat on. He's got bridges, he's got sweet rooms, he's got a wall made out of candy, which people are climbing up. It's just absolutely, I think he must have spent millions on it. But for a bit of context as well, Mr. Beast is like the world's biggest YouTuber. He's got 96.6 million subscribers. And this video went up three days ago and it's got 51.3 million views. 51.3 million two days ago? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Gordon Ramsay's on the video, in the video as oh, well. Oh, we might have just given it away for some people. Fucking we're talking about the video, aren't we? How crazy is that? They're 51 they're, they're, they're doing million. like games in it. And basically at the end, someone gets to keep the, the chocolate factory. Whoever wins the game. I won't give too much away. And then there's another twist at the end of it as well. It's fucking nuts. Like one of his videos, World's Most Dangerous Escape Room, has 99 million views. Wasn't it the Squid Game one that got over like a, yeah, like a world Squid record? Game okay, so <laughs> 255 million views six months ago. But so. But someone was saying there's a stat that people actually watch that more times than the Squid Games on Netflix has been watched. No, surely not. Can you can we find that that's true? Surely not. That Squid Game must have been watched so many times on Netflix. What's a, what's a bigger platform there? YouTube's, YouTube's like bigger. One of the search engines in the world, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not behind the pay, payment wall either. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, Mister Beast. Like a ten minute video compared to a yeah six series. I mean, I I watched it and I thought it was absolutely in. It was absolutely insane, like absolutely phenomenal. But I first heard of. Mr. Beast from Cal, who said, listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with him. Yeah, a very good podcast. And that is actually a brilliant podcast to listen to because this guy, the way he runs like his businesses, he invests. So he makes millions and like hundreds of millions and he puts it all back into his like videos, his businesses. And there was a point where he was saying, yeah, I don't really make any money because whatever I make, I'd put back into the videos that he produces because they cost obviously millions to make but he was just i thought my point of view from him he was very very humble he's incredible well, at what he does that's what i was gonna say the, the bit that i really liked about him was that he was talking about i think rogan was asking him about money that he spends on himself and um he just lives in a little flat i think is it in new york or he lives in a little flat somewhere yeah so he used to live in a very small flat as like kind of a, a state like a Almost like a statement, I'm minted, but I live in a small flat. But then it got broken into because obviously he's got millions say, of pounds yeah. worth of like Louis Vuitton stuff. Or he did at one point. Well, that's that was a, that was the moral of the story is that he never used to buy anything. And I think like one day is like a, or over a week or so period as a flex, he's like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to buy some Louis Vuitton. I think he bought an i8 as well. And he bought this other, it was all inside this flat and then he got robbed. And he's like, ironically, that was the thing that I was like, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point in playing this game where I'm just chase, chasing someone else's validity and buying a load of shit for to get robbed anyway, where I can invest money back into something that makes me happy and also set up a load of charities where I can just give the money away to people who need it more, which I thought was super sick as well. Yeah. He's quite young, isn't he? Yeah, He's yeah. like... 21. 21. <sighs> he looks older than that. Oh my light. God, I didn't know he was that young. I thought he was like my age. Oh my God. Yeah, definitely listen to that that podcast. Podcast. 24, I mean, still so, so young for what he's achieving. Also, today, guys... Speaking of the Rogan podcast, also sponsored by... Oh, I wasn't going to say that. I'll do that in a sec. I was just going to say this podcast is kind of just worldly worldly things that are happening at the moment, isn't it? We're going to be talking about worst (laughs) first dates. That's going to be the main bulk of the podcast. Yeah, worst first dates. Um, no, but yeah, as Ben was saying, it is sponsored by Athletic Greens. And I'm sipping on my AG1. I actually don't have much left now. I was trying to drink it really slowly throughout Sorry, the podcast. The reason I said about Rogan's because Rogan's loves the Athletic Greens and his yeah, podcast wants to buy it. But I gave my dad. You a, gave him some of the packs? I gave him about half a pack of the travel sachets. He's been using them because my dad's got colitis. So he struggles a lot with digestion and certain foods sometimes. And like I said before, this was one of the things that with the symptoms of IBS, even though it may not have been IBS, it was more stress-related, did help with digestion. So my dad's just been trying them for his colitis and he really likes it as well. We might... By the way, I'm not saying it cures IBS or cures colitis, but I think there's quite a lot of people who have used it and said similar things that help with digestion. We'll have to get like a little quote off your dad and see what he's like 
get word for word like what he said as well because i'd be super interested to see what uh steve-o said there bring him on the podcast yeah oh, i don't i just don't think steve-o is going to jump on the podcast nah. no he wouldn't it's not a likely character but you can use the code not so fit and if you click the link below you'll receive a one-year supply of the vitamin d3k2 and five travel packs of ag1 mm-hmm. or all free with your purchase of the ag1 pack so the pack is the bigger box that you get. How long is our, our packs? They last a pretty long time. I mean, we've been having it every single day. Yeah. But they do last a pretty long time. So yeah, not so fit is the code via the link below. I'm going to finish this now because I was, I was waiting. Like, oh, I want to finish it. Yeah. So we this episode, we want to talk about some stories of both ours. But then also we've had a lot of people who have sent DMs and answer question boxes on the worst first day so i thought it'd be quite funny to talk about these and we'll probably take quite a lot from them but also quite funny because love island's literally just start at the same time i say every year i'm not going to watch love island i end up getting sucked in by it by somehow just it's on itv you flicked it on or there's shit all else on tv and i end up watching love island every year and i've yeah. slowly just started being sucked into it more and more i watched it like half an hour of the first episode I think though, because everyone's watching it, you get a little bit of FOMO. It's shit, but it's FOMO. Yeah, you do get a little bit of FOMO. Literally. But what we were saying, actually, I believe this year's cast, are they called a cast? The people who are on it this year, I think they've done pretty well with like the selection of people so far that I've seen that are on it. And last year, before Love Island was was on, I don't think I ever spoke about this in the podcast. I think I only put it on Instagram. I can't remember what it was. Someone from ITV had reached out to me to write an article about the cast of Love Island and how to, with the title of how to not compare to people you see on Love Island and you see on TV. And I replied, because the cast had already been released, I replied and said, I'm really sorry, you have like very minimal diversity. You said you were going to have a disability athlete on and I know who the athlete was and you never put them on the show um there was a lot of different other things in terms of shapes and sizes different body sizes and i just said like i don't see how people could not compare to the cast that you're putting on tv so i won't be writing not writing an article and that got shared so much by people from what i said and obviously the woman just replied back like oh we've already found someone like within five minutes oh don't worry we found someone else but i had to stick to my morals there because i was like but you don't have Mm-hmm. like a, a very you don't have a lot of people on your cast who are different shapes and sizes to be fair this year i feel like it's more diverse than it's ever been i think, terms, I think the cast is brilliant this of, year there is more people from different ethnic backgrounds there's not all the guys don't look like they've been chiseled out of stone look like a house and the other thing as well i think it was one of the girls is like fully deaf or partially, yeah, deaf, partially deaf which i think is the first the class as a disability the first disabled cast member that they've had they had to be fair they had hugo on last year i think he had something called club uh, foot okay. yeah but i was speaking about someone else who was supposed to be on it and then the only thing that i've seen that people have complained about that is that they said that they should have offered subtitles as well or add the option of subtitles to turn on this year you can't turn subtitles on any program apparently you can't people it's been on the news people you can't put on. subtitles on love island so, is really? You might be able to put on like, your mainstream TV, but apparently it's one of the complaints that you can add it as in demand with um, the app and it doesn't let you do it. You should absolutely be able to do it. I mean, I so I picked this up from my sister. She just watches Netflix and things with subtitles on. And then I, I started doing it because I, I like reading it and listening at the same time. But you're not the biggest fan, are you? You said it distracts you yeah, a little like bit. It. But the fact that that wouldn't be accessible is wild It's to not me. like the only program that doesn't do it, by the way. It's like across the board, but people saying it should be added to that. Yeah, it should be. I think I think any TV should have absolute it's full accessibility. It's not about the TV, it's about the program. Uh, sorry, any program should have yeah. full accessibility for people to be able to read what they I, wish I've, to read. I don't know the ins and outs of it, by the way, but that's one of the complaints of, like, I don't know it's... Yeah, I've just looked into it. Um, so apparently this is one of the few shows on ITV that doesn't have it, but they have a partially deaf contestant. So people are a bit confused. Why would you encourage, you know, a deaf person coming on the show yeah. and then not make it accessible to deaf people who might want to be a bit more represented mm-hmm. in the show? Strange. That's 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 like such heavy irony, yeah. isn't it? Like that. Literally. I don't know how, well, yeah, they've not thought that one through. But yeah, I do believe the cast is really good this year. Do you know what? One of the people I didn't like at first is that Gemma, Michael Owen's daughter. Thought she was a bit of a bitch. But then I was like, 
the hard thing is, and this is the difference between thinking someone's a bitch and then saying stuff about them, which is what I've got to be careful of now, is because she's only a young girl who's 19. Mm. And I can probably look back to periods in my life and be like, wow, I was I was a twat there. I was a bit of a knobhead when I was younger. And she's in an environment where they're only picking certain small clips throughout the day and can manipulate the way that someone looks because she's, probably, well, she's the most famous person who's already going in there and there's already been a bit of bad press. But I also feel sorry for her dad. Imagine that, Michael Owen. Your daughter's just got, you've won the Ballon d'Or, you've won nine big trophies and honours, you've won like young player of the, the, in the world for the uh, World Cup in 98 and then now your daughter's going into Love Island to get bonked by some slimy Italian with a hammerhead. <laughs> It's not, it's didn't, not good, didn't her dad not a make a comment? He's, he, he was uh, quite he, disappointed. Well, he was um, commenting on maybe the England game or one of the women's games the other day. And one of the commentators asked him a question about his daughter going in. He was like, I've come to get away from talking about this. Like, they don't ask me about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think he's been getting ripped into on Twitter as well, to be fair. Do you know, do you know there's quite a few funny memes going around? Because obviously she was like, I have 12 ponies. And that's, that. I, well, I mean... I don't believe that's a normal way to grow up. Like one horse is expensive, 12. The kid- it's because he, he races horses, doesn't he as well? Oh, he's got a lot of horses. My yeah, she, that's what she does as well. But in context, she was like, yeah, I've got 12 horses. And the poor kid was like, where like, where do they live? Where where do you put them all? Because I would be the same. I'd be like, what, what do you mean? Do you have like 10 stables? Like, where are your horses? And there's loads of memes going around of like houses with horses just sat in them. <laughs> being like, the oh, this internet. guy. But I mean, he's so, I think he's lovely. He's yeah. He was just very much asking a question because obviously she, she said it in a way that I've got 12 horses as in that's normal. That's, <laughs> I don't think that's very normal to have 12 yeah. horses growing up. I think up. She's, she's come across not very well. I think they painted them in a, a light, which isn't very well, but then also you've got to be careful. She's like really she's, nice. as I said, she's 19. The same when it came to the Molly May stuff, you've got to be careful about how much you, she's a real person in the day. Like she's got to come out and live in the real world. You've got to be careful the way that we label people and paint people and also attack. On that note, attack people. The internet has become a place where People can abuse people, taunt people, bully people without any real life ramifications. And I thought one of the things that was great today that James Smith put up was a video where he actually rang someone. He, he must have found out this guy's details online. As Cal was saying before, I think because the guy who's left a shitty comment on his page as a PT, he's just gone on his PT page and found like an inquiry number, rang him and really politely asked, said, I'm James Smith. Why have you left nasty comments on my post? It was a nasty comment as well. Yeah. It was a horrible saying, like, comment. saying like he's fat wanker and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and the guy just literally laid himself bare. Like, what does that mean? Like really apologetic? He just he's just melted. Yeah, I would melt. The guy was like vanilla ice cream just in the palm of his hand. He just I'm like, oh, so sorry, James. Oh, James. You like oh, you know on in between he's like oh friends. It's yeah. like that kind of thing. He literally just. I I'm just I'm quite surprised that the guy continued to have conversation. As in, I that he was would, like, I'm honoured that you've rang me. Yeah, but, <laughs> but isn't, yeah. So he carried carried on having a conversation where a I think a lot of people would just like hang up, up the yeah. phone. I think to be fair, like that was his opportunity for the guy to to not seem like a complete wanker because he probably knew that was going to go on socials. I, I think an annoying thing though, the video got taken down. James took it down. Did James take it down? Because they added the guy's name in, I think, so he scribbled it out. Oh, okay. I thought Instagram took it off and I'd say that's a bad move from Instagram because people should be held responsible for the comments that they make online. Yeah, I believe so, 100%. Like, if I went off to find people's troll hate comments on me and I found them on, like, LinkedIn, like, like, imagine, like, writing a post and tagging them on LinkedIn or just, like, ringing them and be like, you know... It, that that's so, you can find these people. But even they more, think they're untouchable. Even more in real life, it's like going up to someone in the street and saying the comments that you say to people on the street. No one would say that. No, no one would say boo to a goose. And that's because there's real life ramifications that you're going to get slapped around the chop. Not that I'm condoning violence, by the way, but there's going to be real life ramifications. Guys, just quickly, what do you think about Elon Musk's comments that all users on Twitter should be verified uh, as? humans so like if you want to open a twitter account you need to show a form of id to twitter and then they'll verify that you're a real person um and that way like anything that you're saying online is like verified as i thought you meant but i literally sorry cow when you said elon musk i thought you meant robots sorry no uh, no because he's thinking of taking over twitter but he's saying that one of the problems with buying yeah, it is 100%. that like half the users are bots yeah uh, and that obviously people can just say whatever the hell they want on there without any kind of repercussions i um i think we've had this conversation briefly before when it was came up with Facebook and Instagram because it was a big thing about bullying 
I'm actually all for it. I think one of the so things fun. that was an argument against is that a lot of people can't afford or can't get hold of forms of identification. However, how the fuck are people walking around with an iPhone if you can't afford ID? You can apply for ID cards or some kind of ID verification, which is like £10, which isn't like a passport or um, driving license, I think, when I was researching, when we did talk about this last time. And I think there's actually charities that you can go through to get forms of identification as well. So if you want an account that much, I think there's probably means and ways you can do it. I don't know if... I mean, it's that whole thing of like social media should be free to people, isn't it? And if, if one of the reasons that they can't is because they've got no formal ID, is it putting someone at a disadvantage because they're less privileged? I don't know. But how are they, how are they even on social media about the form a technology where they can access it? Yeah, so I've just read online, you there's not for profits to get IDs. Yeah. Um, partnerships with charities, there's a lot for colleges and high schools. Yeah, I mean, it is accessible. And absolutely, you should, when you're signing up for a social media platform, you should have to put some form of ID in, I think, to say you are this person. So yeah, I absolutely agree with that on Twitter because it's not fair that I think people just get away with it because there's some people who get so heavily trolled. And we we already know it's led to people feeling suicidal and committing suicide. So there absolutely needs to be consequences and people should have to use and verify the age where they live who they are to to have access to it and if you don't want to give those you shouldn't be on social media mm-hmm. it's not that i just don't th- i think you should have to do that very good question carl i'm very yeah 100 well it's your viewer yeah there's lots of positives i think some people would be like i don't want to risk giving my id to some random company in america and they might be able to do whatever with it that's one mm-hmm. comment but then also just don't use that service yeah. um, but then there's other um, another side of it that I've seen is that in certain like war situations, yeah, there are people who are tweeting certain information that need to be able to tweet about it anonymously just to get the information out there without fear of like repercussions, mm-hmm. like whistleblowers. So they need to be able to do it. But there'd be ways around that. Yeah. Like uh, tweeting through a charity, like sending it to a charity. It'd be interesting to see what happens there. Well, it looks like Elon's going to back out of the Twitter deal anyway. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm just reading about it now. It says that he's oh, wow. uh, yeah, potentially going to risk having to find $33.5 billion because he said that he was going to take on Twitter, then the stock plummeted, and then everyone who owns Twitter could now potentially sue him if he doesn't buy the stock. From him, oh, wow. Which is $33.5 bill. It, pl- it plummeted deal. because he said he was going to take it over? Well, he said he was going to take it over, and then everyone decided that they didn't want the stock anymore. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, it, it took a big took a shit, basically. <laughs> I feel like Elon's the type of guy who'd just be like, everybody calm down i'm so, I'm gonna sort this i just feel like he's I, the thing that i like about people like elon musk and even piers morgan again very like polarizing characters is that they're really against like this whole woke culture and pc culture and they're really breaking it down um which is what i like because i think too many people nowadays are scared to stay stuff say things based on that they're going to get cancelled for no reason like even having a voice in society sometimes these days is can be scary for people of the fear of being cancelled i think it's scary like there's i mean i would say we're quite you're definitely more like straight to the point than me mm-hmm. i'm quite good at it but i still i still think i hold back a bit like i i swear quite a lot in general life like if we were talking or i just think it's a way to express yourself and loads of people say to me, like, oh, you've got such a bad potty mouth. Like, how were you brought up and all of this? I'm like, it's actually nothing to do with that. I was brought up really well. I just think swearing is a way of expressing yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. So so in my videos, I, I, I cut swear words out sometimes. Whereas probably I shouldn't have to do that. I just feel like, oh, I don't want to offend other people. So I don't do I it. I sometimes cut it out dependent on if... I mean, the, 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 the you, pl- do, you say it quite a lot, though. <laughs> it, it, it depends if the platform's going to, like... You can't on TikTok. Cancel. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Yeah, you actually get community guidelines, which is mm. fair enough because the people on TikTok are super duper young. What age can you have a TikTok account from? Is it like 10? 13 is quite young, isn't it? Shall we go into our worst oh, best yeah? date stories? Oh, so I, okay. I don't have one, so I'll let you go. I haven't really got one. Oh. I thought you had one. You were saying the other day you had the first worst date story. Oh, no, I've got I've got loads of what oh, okay. other people have Carl, said on Instagram. Got, um, a first worst date where you've gone out with a cunning female who's fallen into the Cal Honey 
pot my honey Indeed, trap. I do. I thought you two had one. I thought I've got a story, but it's not really a first date. Okay. Well, I've got a terrible one. Okay. <laughs> Come on then. Basically, I'll I'll be brief. But I I met this girl online. She was a sister of a friend of a friend. How long ago is this? I was fourteen. It's like it was one of my first first dates. You know. Oh, okay. so we're going back like. Yeah, 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 12, yeah. Well, 10 I mean, years. What we did on the So it wasn't like Tinder or Grind or anything like that? No, nothing yeah. like that. No, that came later. Um, <clears throat> anyway, met this girl who shall remain nameless. Um, and then went to, just started chatting on MSN. So this was way MSN. back in the day. <laughs> MSN days. MSN, update MSN. your bio. It could have been Bebo, actually. So oh, like, Bebo. MySpace. Wow, um, Bebo. Anyway, so met this girl and we decided to go to Liverpool. Uh, we went. It's pretty bold for 14 year old. Yeah, 14. But I mean, I used to live next to the station, so it was okay. like a, it yeah. was a three stops to get there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we went to Liverpool. We went around some shops and we were just ch- chatting. And then for some reason, we went to like uh, the Albert Dock, if anyone knows Liverpool, and went to the Slavery Museum. Fucking hell. You go on some of the bougiest dates you yeah, ever right. Well, 14 year old taking I people to the fucking we Slavery were both Museum. We really, really, really poor and like had no money. So we were just like, what can we do this free? So we just yeah. went for a walk. I, that's a good museum. Yeah. I learned that. Anyway, while we were walking uh, into the Slavery Museum, we saw a uh, a family walking out and this girl genuinely turned to them and said, and bear in mind, this is a black family, turned to them and said, are you going to see your uh, your grandparents? <gasps> and I, I looked Did at you her. Did you leave? The girl you were with. Yeah, genuinely. Oh my God. And I had got no vibe like this at all. I said, are you going off to see your grandpa? And I went, wait, sorry, what? Did you, Cal, did you leave? I feel sick. I was like, oh, I think I need to go. <laughs> what did just, this family say, by the way? They just, they were really embarrassed by it and I felt terrible. Didn't say anything? Didn't say anything, just walked off. It was like a, it was a mum and dad and like three small kids. I remember it really well. I hope that girl's listening to this podcast. Oh my God. Because you need a talking to, that is disgrace. That is disgusting. Walking into, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go now. But I was really did awkward Did you leave? About it. Yeah, yeah, I was really awkward about it. I didn't know what to do. But obviously I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sticking Fuck around. Me, that's terrible. Yeah, that is literally. one of the worst. Yeah, on a first well, date. In, in terms you, of getting to know win. what someone's like, I think you won there because you realised this fucking. He just. Yeah. Out. I'm out, and I just met like five minutes before that. Met my best mate's brother, who's like our older brother, like of the group basically, and he he'd met this girl, and I had to go and tell him. Oh, by the way, this happened. And there was a laughter. Wow. Bad story, Amy. If you're listening, you're a slug. <laughs> Go on, Cal, fucking hell. I've, I've got an, another story, which is, isn't similar to that, but oh my God. someone whom I know, but won't name. Oh, is this the story? No. That you have to no. tell? Oh, so, no. I'm just going off the back of Cal's. He went to, on a cinema date, with this really young, nice black girl. And he they went on this cinema date, and they went to watch the film Django at the cinema, but didn't really know what it was about. Okay. In the middle of the fi- the the film, she started crying and ran out. Oh. Fucking rough, aren't Did it? he go after her and like, are you okay? No, he stayed and watched the whole film. No, he of course, didn't. he fucking did. Okay. Oh god, yeah. That's not a great film to go and watch really after. Not is a... it? It's very. I mean, fucking, that film's really deep, deep film. That's one of my favorite films with a deep film with it's uh, against sl- a slavery message. Yeah. You learn like a lot from it, don't you? Like yeah. with what happened in terms of like Jamie Foxx is great in that film, by the way, as well. Oh my God, what I can't believe that though. That's just, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. I don't, I have a, I have a date story, but it's not like a worse first date. Go it was then. more so Go just Go on, Lucia me. Davis, tell us your date story. Okay, I was 14. Why is everyone 14, by I the way? I don't know, I just feel like that's the time. It's like, oh my God. So I went to Manchester on the train, which oh is- Oh God, you, you telling Cole's <laughs> story or yours? No, this is my Go story, which is also a big deal, by the way, if you're 14 going on a train. That's Maybe, what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So, Deb's dropped me at the train station. Go on, Deb. At Chorley train station. And there's two trains you can get to Manchester. The one that goes to Victoria and the one that goes to the airport. I thought I got on the, like, the one that goes to the town. I got on the airport train. So, I was sat on this train for, like, an hour I arrived and got off at Manchester Airport. So basically, I went to the airport. Mum mm-hmm. had to come pick me up because I was mortified and I just didn't tell the guy. I was absolutely mortified. How to say? Sorry, I, I've just been at the airport and not met you at the cinema. I was mortified. Did you ever see them again? No, I just did not message or anything. I just completely... Blanked. The thing is, from his perspective, you just stood him up like yeah, so badly. Up. And well, if you're listening, I didn't sign you up. Really I went to Manchester that. Airport and I was mortified because I didn't know what to do. 
What did you do after that then? I just went home with Debs and cried. That was that wasn't a worse first date. That was just like my poor little self. I was I just really not yeah. ideal. And I probably had a phobia of like getting trains in my own sense. Yeah, I've not really been on many first dates, you know. I, I don't do. think I've ever been on any first dates. I can't even remember a first date. On a first date? Yeah, what did you guys do for your first date? Go on. Oh yeah, but like it depends which one of these classes are. Okay, first what date. I mean is, though, I've never been. On, we've been on like first dates, but we already knew each other. I've never been on like a, a oh, first date where I've not really known. I, the I've I've had that. The only the only thing like I've got where I've like not known the person is where I've been. I went to Malia with my mate. Yeah, and we brought these two girls back to the room. That's just that's different. That's a one night stand, isn't no, it? No, but that not. So basically, oh. what happened was we brought these two girls back to the room. Yeah, and. <laughs> We're just like in the room. It's like four in the morning. Me and my mate fell asleep, and they just got a shower. They got a shower. Showered. Left the showers on. Fucking room flooded and robbed all our fucking money and stuff. (gasps) It's got off. That is a bad fit. You could kind of say it's a first date, but didn't have. That is not okay. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so naughty. (laughs) Terrible, isn't it? Wow, that's that's really not good on their part. Yeah. Was that the story you were going to tell? Yeah, I didn't even didn't even get a one night stand either. Just took me. You didn't get money. anything out of it. No. Lisa could have. Oh, Lisa, really Lisa could have bought it. That was though. a service of like almost prostitution, but it wasn't even that. <laughs> the other, the other was thing that, was that your story. Yeah, the other thing again, it's not oh really a first God, date. That's not really um, good. So basically, basically, I just took um, we were going to this party. <laughs> me, like, can we get an age range? How old was I? I was, wasn't. 14. <laughs> about 28, so it was ages ago. No, you <laughs> win. I was probably about um, 16. So you're going back like 14 years. Yeah. And right. me and my mate were going to this party anyway. House party. Yeah. I remember house parties. The house parties were so great, yeah, weren't and they? I'd, I remember I just spoke to this girl like once. <laughs> once. You know, like when you just spoke to one, you kind of get in a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, I was going with my mate and he went. We got a couple of beers from the shop and we're going to this house party. I was like, yes. House party. And you know, when you've been speaking to someone, like, it makes it a bit more exciting, doesn't it? Like, yeah, because you're meeting them at the Yeah, there's party. something going on there, you know, like it's not just seeing the lads and stuff. There's some, <laughs> you've got a vibe going on already, you know, there's a contact there for you. Go take one of these. I said, what is it? I said, Viagra. So anyway. Why did you say that? Just took it anyway, took wow. the Viagra. And um, went to this party and I was like, Sorry, I don't actually know what does Viagra do. Makes you Johnson stand up like a fucking. It gives you an erection. Gives you an erection, Lucy okay. Davis. Yeah. When this party, I was just making sure I wasn't thinking of like it does the opposite. Well, it was terrible party anyway because I just sat, sat, I sat down all night. Sat there. Oh no. Sat down like a like Did a little. Did the girl like ever a, come up to you and be like? like a little, <laughs> I think she was thought, "What is he fucking doing? <laughs> Why is he just sitting on the bench like a naughty schoolboy?" <laughs> anyway, I ended up going home early and I had a banging headache all night and just went to bed. Because it takes all the blood from everywhere in your body and goes to your penis, doesn't it? So sometimes it gives you. Yeah, headache. get quite like. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So not didn't even, didn't even reach the first date on that point. Well, mate, mate sabotaged me with Viagra. Off, I'd say Red's Barbecue was our first date. Yeah. I think that one over, like, because we, as in like a proper, we got dressed up, we went for dinner. Like it was, I would say that. I mean, we've met, I'm kind of bit, but it wasn't, I don't Nothing think anything official. else was yeah, our first yeah, yeah. date. Yeah. So that was really nice. Like Red Tree Barbecue in Manchester, we did that and then had like a hotel and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was really nice because that's memorable. As in, I remember that as our first date and I think it's quite a nice memory to have. First dates, opinions, splitting the bill. Do you split the bill or do you, does a guy have to pay? You absolutely split the bill. No, you don't. Whoever asks the person out is the one who pays the bill. Ah, I quite like that. If the guy asks, he pays. If the girl asks, you Do you know pay. what? That's a nice way of thinking because obviously like, if, if you're looking at completely traditional, the guy would be expected to pay. But yeah, yeah well, fuck that. It's 20 yeah, I don't like it's, that. It's, it's a 21st century now where like gender roles don't aren't applicable I also, as much. I also think if you're a girl sat there and you don't even offer like i've any day i was on like can we like can we split the bill like we've both been here i think you're a little bit back in the 1900s if you just completely expect the guy to pay i think that is inherently wrong totally agree. like from my perspective as a woman i would be even even if you don't like 
or, or even if you do that thing where it's like the false thing like i've been out before with mates and they've gone oh i'll get this and i go no don't be sure and in, in the back of my mind like yes fucking free nando even if you put on that kind of artificial sort of empathy of no i will offer to pay the bill and even though deep down you know you're not gonna i think mm-hmm. it's just nice to pretend i i have a i have a bill first date situation a bill like what happened when the, it was the bill time okay I think this was a v- <laughs> it's really weird when I look back and like I don't know if it's like egotistical so before we were like having our last drinks yeah so before the bill had arrived the guy's like oh pick a number between one and two hundred I was like why what? obviously no idea I was like I think I said something like what 70. was your fucking math teacher why I was like 75 I left it carried on our drinks when the bill came he paid 75 and I paid the rest. £75? How much was the bill? It was at the Alchemist. Oh. So there was a few drinks. Actually, I don't even know if I paid anything. I think the, that his 75 had covered... It's not of interest. If you'd said three, would you have been stuck with a £200 bill? Yeah. <laughs> what the Isn't fuck? that wild, though? That is the strangest logic in the world. There's the doorbell. We'll can, we can continue, but that is the... Um, the it's it's the it's the person picking up our different sized furniture cover. Uh, I've got him on the video, yeah. Go on, have a little chat. Have have a little chat. He's uh he's just, not coming off. Just say pick him up, pick up. Oh, he's not terrible, there. Terrible Wi Fi. Terrible Wi Fi. Um, yeah. So actually, me and Ben ordered outdoor furniture the other week, and we'd ordered a cover with the furniture that fits it perfectly. Obviously, British weather, you absolutely have to have a cover for your outdoor furniture or take it inside. And this thing arrived, me and Ben were like, this literally fits a chair. So we were trying to cover it. So he's picking up the wrong... He's a doorbell now. Go on. Go on, Yeah, so he was picking up the wrong size thing. And then also, guys, what I've not done... There he is. There he is. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Basically... It's got got bear poo on that cover, by the way. is he picking... Is he picking it up? Is he picking it up? Yeah, oh my God. There is now, he's just gone yeah wait guys you know what is so funny about that as well so they said to me so they sent out a new cover because they'd sent the wrong one what did it was that the what guy did he, from did he DPD? say does it fit in the box no it was fine but then when you were talking to me, I was like, <laughs> oh, what did he say could you hear my voice yeah 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 very loudly what did what did he say when it says bear porn <laughs> No, no, seriously, right, so this company sent the complete wrong one. I sent a picture like, oh my God, we are so sorry, we sent you the wrong size cover. Because yeah. obviously we had to cover the furniture whilst the new one was being sent out. And a bird had pooed on it and I'd said to the company, there's there's bird poo on it because I've had to cover my furniture whilst I'm waiting for the wrong one you sent. And it's and it's rained. I was like, I was like, I was like, do you, I was like thinking, do you really need that cover back? And then, mm-hmm. you know when stuff arrives in a box? Yeah. Say like a sleeping bag. You take the sleeping bag out. You're not getting it back in perfect. I have just piled, like the box is like this big and I've just piled everything on top to this guy. And it's not sellotaped. I couldn't get it back in. It's compart- It's all a shit storm. The moral story is for you is just realize what you're buying. No, no, um, they sent the wrong one, Ben, this time. Okay. I do usually order the wrong color or something. Let's move on to some of our followers' stories. Yeah. I have a, can I start with a hilarious one? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we're not, we're going to keep these all anonymous. Are you ready? Of course. He ate a leaf off a bush and offered me one. What? (laughs) He ate a leaf. This is someone on your Instagram who said. Yeah. He ate a leaf off a bush and then offered me one. What was he like a diehard vegan? I don't, so I don't weird, know. Though. But that was that was the... Uh, I've actually got loads. You're going to have to do some now. Okay. Uh, I've wrote some down. I've got someone here. <sighs> yeah. Went for the first snog. Oh, snog's not a good word. Yeah, snog's like when you're 15. It is you 15, aren't and you? And he sneezed and <gasps> snot went down my face. No. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in that situation? I think I'd, if I was... You'd be embarrassed because you can't help a sneeze. I'd be like, oh, bloody hell, you've just snotted on me. Oh. <laughs> You don't go on a first date unless you're an absolute fucking whore bag and expect mucus on your face, uh, do you? So that is a strange one. You know for a fact that guy thinks about that every single day, by the way. The fact that he at one time when he was younger, he went to kiss yeah. a girl and then oh, sneezed yeah, down her throat. He's never spoke about it, but he's thought about it every day. <laughs> what else have you got? A guy kept pulling my chair closer to him so he could sniff my hair over and over again. You'd be like, can you, sorry, sorry, can you get off my uh, hair? It was so funny. If you want my shampoo, I'll <laughs> lend it to you. <laughs> when I went to Mali, yeah, I met these, this group of lads. 
<laughs> one of them's called Josh. I can't remember the other one's names. And we always used to pre-drink in the room. And then when we went out, like they didn't care about pulling girls or whatever. They used to go out and see how many girls' hairs they could just sniff. What? That, <laughs> that is, is so, so funny. Though. They didn't care because it just pissed girls off. They used to grab the hair and just go really hard and just watch the reaction. It was fucking funny, to be fair. Oh, I've got one from a guy. Okay. His, his experience. I guys. No, I hadn't. So this is great. I took her to Pizza Hut. The waitress said, sorry, we don't have barbecue base. She screams, go fucking buy some then. Hashtag loon. Okay, you know she's just an absolute drama queen then if she's giving yeah. shit like that. Like you're on a first date and she's already being that picky and demanding. Okay, so this one's quite interesting. And I don't know if I necessarily... I don't... So I think this is wrong on her part. We went for a coffee. I went to the till. He gave me £5 and asked for his change back. And she's rolled her eyes. Why wouldn't he be able to get his... Why do you need to keep his, his change for fiver from the coffees? Yeah, fuck. It's probably like a pound. Give him his fucking pound back if yeah, he wants his pound. He's just paid for your coffee. Yeah, true. Leave him be. True. Sorry, don't agree with that one. This is one of the most savage ones. Right, you ready for this? <laughs> I went on a cinema date with a guy who I'd met on Tinder. Risky. Um, when I got there, the first thing he said was, I thought you'd be thinner. That's awful. I thought you'd be thinner. He he said what? that to her. Yeah, what a fucking savage. Jesus Christ. Do you know in that situation, I would have just, well, thought, you're a cunt. And then I would have then made him go up in like the Odeon and pick like absolute wallet burners. So big things of popcorn, nachos, everything, uh, 40 quid's worth of pick and mix, pay for the film, get ready to go in and then go, fuck you. You can go and watch it on your own now and just walk out. I just, I think I'd just leave. I think I'd just Imagine turn around and be like, I'm going. Well, I'd just say, well, I thought you weren't going to be a cunt. <laughs> yeah. So. I've I've just read one savage, here. savage, isn't it? That is savage. This one's kind of weird. And it, I don't know why it's from, it's from a guy again. I was on a blind date in the cinema. She tried to kiss me and my teeth got stuck on her hairy mole. <laughs> That's bullshit. Why would that be bullshit? I don't think you'd write that. Teeth got stuck. What was he doing? No, no. So if you have a mole there with a hair on, yeah. So he's obviously kissed, or there's a mole somewhere. Okay, look. His teeth has got stuck on. This is how you're kissing someone. Lips. What was he doing? Chewing a face. No, but there might have been a mole. Who was a Hannibal Lecter? I don't know, Ben, but it's obviously happened. That's weird, isn't it? Yep. 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 So I've got loads. This is this is another one I picked out, which is. Right, what are you doing in this situation? Right, Cal, Lucy, this is happening. You've turned up and this is happening, okay? We had arranged to go for a meal at a restaurant that I liked. Nice. When I turned up, his family were there too. Mum, dad, and brother. What? Sorry, say again. So the arranged to go on a date, yeah? Yeah. To a restaurant that she liked. Cool, mm-hmm. nice. When she turned up, his family were there too. Mum, dad, and brother. What are you doing in that situation? Tell me. Go. Depends how old. If I'm like 14 or, thir- or like you're younger, it'd be, it Fe- would be very weird. First day though. If I'm like 18, 19, I'm out. No chance of my sticking around. I, I just question it and be like, why have you brought your family? I'd probably just whisper in his ear like, why are your family here? What are they doing? I you don't honestly, know them that well. You wouldn't want to be. Yeah, but you can't. You, yeah, but then. So, but imagine if the relationship progressed, and yeah. there was something a connection. You, and then, but obviously that would cause weirdness in the family later down the line if you sent them home. Uh, the easiest thing to do, and I always do it if I'm in a difficult situation. Ring, ring. Hello. Oh, one sec. Hello. Yeah. Oh, mum, you're right. You fell down the stairs again. Okay. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm coming, mum. Yeah. You know, just use the phone. Uh, me and my friends have done that a few times. I've done times. it before, though. But the worst thing is when you fake the phone call and Spotify start, or something starts oh, playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of my friends in uni faked the phone call and then we all saw him faking it and then we called him and then his phone started <laughs> calling. <laughs> ah, that's the worst one. You're playing a risky game. I mean, the chances of someone else ringing or something playing on your phone are minimal, slim, but it's always a good get cause. You're not sitting having a, fa- a meal with his family are you on a first date. This one is interesting probably not someone you tell them on the first date went on a date with a guy he told me his dad was in prison for murder i wouldn't know how to i'd be like oh fucking hell 
I mean, fair, is that something you want to keep quiet? Like, if you're going on a date with someone, but a first date is that a really putting all those cards on the table? Yeah, but if you're talking about your great dad and you're like, oh, blah 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 blah, blah and then they go, what about your dad? And you go, oh, yeah, that might have been in context. Away for work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes this stuff is like let's get it all on the table because then we've got no demons in the closet. I have, I have an next. I have an next one. Can I go? Yeah. See, I think this one's kind of similar to the thinness one. He told me I look pretty in real life, not on social media. Say that again. He told me I look pretty in real life, not on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So actually, I've re- I read that the wrong way. I think being pretty in real life yeah, is a real compliment better. because then you're you're naturally mm-hmm. that's because social media obviously we all know what social media is like it can be very yeah. fake forced photoshop things like that so if someone said to you in person oh my god you're so pretty but then then they've said not on social media maybe just don't don't add that bit yeah. in go on you've got a, you've got one haven't you traveled across london to meet this guy yeah i saw him he clocked me, so they clocked each other, and then he walked off. Oh, that must be soul destroying. That because everything he's based then is on the way that someone looks. So he he walked away. So he's seen her. Look yeah. there. She's seen him. Looked at him, and he just walked off. He doesn't want to be on the day. Oh snide that, isn't it? That is really snide. I don't know if we. I think we got the same one. He invited his mum to come and his sister. Oh, no, I've did a different one. Oh, uh, yeah, so we've had a few of those where your fam- your whole family turns up. I don't think I've got any more. Uh, this one's a weird one. <laughs> I've got one more. He, he's... So they've done a first date, and he stated that during this first date, his ex-wife was fat. Don't know what's got to do with it. And they still hook up. What? And they still hook up. So he's telling on this first date. I don't know whether he's trying to get into a threesome or something there. He still hook up. Why have you told someone that on the first date? So he's still know. caught up on his ex-wife, any? Yeah. 100%. What, the, what the fact that she's fat has got to do that? I have no idea. It doesn't have any relevance. I have only one more. Go on. That I think is viable for the podcast. I was walking around Richmond Park where the guy kept excusing excusing himself to go and wee in the bush. <laughs> Why? Because he needed a wee. He, you don't do that on a first date. Say, sorry. You walk at Richmond Park. We've yeah. been to Richmond Park. Beautiful park. Sorry. I'm just going to go for a wee in the bush. Well, it's either you go for a wee in the bush or you have a piss in your pants. Well, no. You just hold it. Like, no, you that's just definitely hold not. It. If I no. was there, I would, I would have been fucking high-fiving him because I would have been the same. No. I would have been the guy next to him. Absolutely not a first date. Lucy, would Ben have got a second date if he took a wee in the middle of Harrison Park? Of course I would have. Look at me. I'd be like, what? I'd be like, we need to find a toilet, obviously, because you need to go to the toilet. I wouldn't be. Oh. No, it's like, right, I'm, I'm gonna piss my pants unless I can go for, for a way. Have you got, have you got an issue with it? I on a first date, I probably assume like, okay, he can't hold it. There's, he might have like a bladder thing. So I would let you go. Okay, there we go. But 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 she is stating he went multiple times through the park journey. Like, just put your water bottle down, you know. Just stop yourself from having a wee for two seconds. I've got loads where they like they didn't turn up. I mean, I don't know if that's, like, the worst. I think the, the most common one is that someone turned up over an hour late. Yeah, see, that's not a good start, I don't think. No. That, you, you're already You're showing that yourself. you're unorganised and you've got yeah. poor time management. It's not the one for me, though. Yeah. You'd be like me, where you get everywhere an hour early. Yeah, me and York are complete opposite, aren't you? No, to be fair, you like getting places early, Fuck but me, I'm, it's all I'm like... Fuck me, doing things early. Before they even engaged, got engaged to you or, asked, or proposed to you, you were emailing wedding venues before you had any income. That's actually, that was actually Cal. But I Cal was, was emailing <laughs> wedding venues, was he? I okay. was not emailing anyone. <laughs> no, I don't know. There must, me and Cal were sat here, basically, and it was about a week before we went to America. Yeah. Bear in mind, <laughs> Cal knew Ben was going to propose. I had no idea. I think I was looking at wedding venues because one of my best friends is getting married and you just kind of think about it and it's like, oh, I'll have a look at some venues. And then I got a bit excited and emailed a few companies just being like, and then obviously they'd email back being like, oh, congratulations on your engagement. And I'm like, oh, I'm not engaged. I was just like curious with your venue. <laughs> it's great that though, isn't it? Eager beaver, you. I will, but Cal's sitting there thinking. How's my poker face, Lucy? Day, what Cal, saying? you were so... Cal was like, yeah, really, that's really, that's nice, Lucy. Probably inside, like, 
shut the yeah. fuck up. What are you doing? It's good times. The only other one I've got is about a contrast in, I suppose, the way that you present yourself. So some woman said she's dressed up really nice, fixed up her hair, looking sharp, makeup done, and uh, he picked me up in sweats. See, uh, it's just sweats can look great. Yeah. You might have dressed up with like a bougie but denim jacket or, and a hat. There's no context in that. With where they just go in for a, a cinema date, and go she's she's gone sure. thinking she's going to paint the town red. And he's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. See, yeah, the fashion sense thing's obviously quite it's got a, to fit the purpose of the day. Like, I I believe Megan could pull that off quite well. Yeah, yeah. If she went in joggers and baggy things and like a cap. Yeah. And if the other guy turned up in a suit, she would already know he's not the right person. Yeah. Because you you can base off I think sometimes people's fashion sense. I think your fashion sense has changed quite a bit since yeah, we has. first met. Like Ben used to wear There we go. Come on. Shall I tell you because you made me buy one? What? A like a buttoned up to the collar Ralph Lauren striped top, striped shirt. I like them. No, I do, I do, I do like them, but you haven't worn yours in years, but you used to wear them all the time, very handsome. And then we were in Ralph Lauren one time, I was like, Ben, I was like, oh my God, this looks so nice. And you're like, please get it. Bought it, wore it once. I was like, I just don't think it's my style. <laughs> so basically like, trying to please me, right? that's cute. Yeah. It's still in my wardrobe now. It doesn't fit me. My shoulders are like popping out of it. Yeah, I just spent all this money on Ralph Lauren shirt and I'm thinking I'm never gonna fucking wear that and I wore it once and you complimented me and I was like okay he likes it positive reinforcement yeah but your fashion sense now is very kind of like bougie well you know the weekend two people said the same thing to me obviously my dad was one of them because he doesn't give a shit yeah your dad always says stuff about your fashion sense though I didn't know whether you were turning off for a funeral or whether you are going to sell me a camel that's what he said <laughs> Okay, a bit of context. You were wearing black baggy cargo pants, Birkenstocks, and they a black cargo shirt. Pants. They were just like they were almost like black linen. They were like baggy linen pants, they, kind of. They weren't cotton though. They were kind of like parka material, yeah. like cagoule material. I don't know what cagoule is, but we'll go with it. <laughs> God, do you know what cagoule is? I do, but only because uh, I'm in touch with older people. <laughs> yeah, cagoule. Get your cagoule and get your cag on. Get your waterproof on. My only question for the outfit, Ben, is the mum bag. Talk to us about the, the, the thought process behind the man okay. bag. It in had a purpose. So I always usually use the man bag anyway for like keys, phone, engagement rings. aftershaves, engagement rings. That's yeah. why you bought it. That's why I bought it originally. The context on Friday, because obviously I don't need a bag around my house, is that the pants are quite big around the waist. So when I put my phone in, they drop down really low. <sighs> so I often wear, I've got like baggy pants that don't stay up properly. And like, if we've got a lot of stuff to carry, like not a lot of stuff, but like wallet, keys, phone, um, I'll put it in that because then I don't like look like I'm walking around like I just robbed the gaff. Do you know what I mean? I've got a, I've got a little bag to put it in, so it's accessible. I think it's possibly fair to say that when you were younger, Ben, would you have ripped on the person who wore a man bag? Younger, probably like a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think if you looked at someone two years ago, how you dress now, you'd have been like. I think we do that often in life, don't we? I can look, I probably, looking back at me 10 years ago, rip the shit into myself. Or see me 10 years from now, I would have ripped myself as well. I used to wear some weird shit. And Megan was all, like, own it though, Megan was fashionable from literally the age of four. Like, she used to have, like, clip-on earrings and wear, like, denim. And I was like, put me in a cagoule and that's fine. <laughs> like, me and Megan, because I look like a little boy. Mm. And Megan was, like, a perfect little, like, blonde. We were so polar opposites. Like, people used to think I was her brother. Like, absolutely not but megan's always had really good fashion sense loads of people asking that as well like in my bag at the weekend what what have you got in that bag <laughs> when i went to red what are you dealing what are you giving when, well when i went to red door the other weekend what, what have you got in that bag mate he wasn't cocking he said i don't know why i'm putting on what have you got in that bag mate i was like a kilo of cocaine like if i'm gonna store drugs anywhere it's not gonna be in the bag on the front of me is it it's gonna be my fucking sock or what yeah i guess it's just because it's not it's like my a phone and aftershave well it is I don't Do you take aftershave on a night out? I've got like these little fragrance <laughs> bottles. So I always leave it in there. And I sometimes take it on a night out because if I've been moving around a little bit and I'm particularly pissed and I feel like I'm throwing shapes, I get a little bit sweaty. So every now and again, I like to apply a little bit so I don't smell like a bog brush at the end of the night. Yeah, because sometimes I'll go to bed and be like, oh, you are a bit smelly. 
your armpits are smelly and you some you don't you don't last to the point when we're, when i'm going home you haven't lasted that long no i don't usually last as long as ben ben can literally really hack alcohol as in i will not be drinking again until after my ultra because i think i was hung over for five days honestly is, i was still sick thing. yesterday Ever i sent this to carl four days i'll try and hold it up a little bit have i seen this it? is why this is by the way this is the power of tiktok so because this 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 um is a big meme at the moment on TikTok. The film is currently trending on Netflix as the second clever. trending film because of this reason. It's re- it is really good. I'll explain what it is. Ready? And the drop goes. <laughs> so it's basically it's that scene from Legend, Legend where the two brothers are at the flat and they're sitting down. And Ronnie Cray, like, is the more psycho one, isn't he? Yeah. He's, like, looking at his mate, like, dan- dancing like that. He's looking and at his brother. The quote is, like, me asking him... Oh, no, that was the wrong one. That was the cocaine one, wasn't it? There's one way he's saying, like, me telling Mrs. I was going to be home oh, at 10 p.m. So he's, like, you. me getting home at 4 a.m. He's, like... That is literally you. You're <laughs> so funny, though. But, to be fair, after the week after my ultra, we do have one of our really good friends birthdays hey, so that's going to be maybe we should make a part on this podcast that i can st- i can stay out past like do you know what 1 it's, a.m it's, <laughs> it's not about it's not about times it's about the time the, the like the experiences and what you do within that time it's not about the length of time that you stay out it's not about think. the years in your life it's about the life in your years there, there you, you go. go love that quote do you know what also though so my our friends who live local and this is what i appreciate about them so much they know that i'm doing the ultra and i've been training for something obviously you you all understand it but so my newer friends from chester when i didn't go back and stay out after our engagement party because i knew i have got certain things to do i have to get up i'm already drank loads they were all like smash your run like they were i've had friends at uni who would like really really like offend me take the piss out me was so nasty if I was like, oh, I'm going to go like for a walk or mm-hmm. go to the gym, they were so nasty to me, like bullying in a sense. Whereas people I've recently met are just like, go and smash your run, like have the best time. And they're so wonderful about it. Like I don't feel embarrassed that I'm doing that. Yeah. If that uh, makes sense. You've got a challenge going though, haven't you? But in terms of like, I've got a mate who's wild, wild on nights out, but he'd be asleep by one o'clock. Every yeah. time he just fall asleep. <laughs> He so was funny. life of the party I up until I then, know, but then yeah. he fell asleep. So I think I know who it is. It's not, again, I like that quote that Carl gave there. I think it's very, very Can you relevant. repeat the quote again, Carl? I didn't hear it properly. Absolutely. It's not about the years in your life. It's about the life in your years. I think oh, that is a really... great way to end today's podcast. Yeah, that, Carl. Did you make that up? Uh, we'll say, yeah. Just so I Yeah, there that. you go. <laughs> Cal 2022. Yeah. Oh, also, I have one more story. This is actually also a really nice way to end the podcast. I went down oh, to Gymshark yeah. yesterday and there will be a, a YouTube video on this. And what they'd basically done, so my manager, Lizzie, shout out to Lizzie, she's incredible. They organized a treasure hunt for me around all the three Gymshark buildings and I had riddles. So I had to go through all these riddles and there was these big boxes around the different areas. There's about seven or eight of them and they left clues. Um, Gymshark have designed product and outfits for me to wear for my ultra and it says ld ultra 22 and i was opening all these packages and it was absolutely amazing i was already like blown away so i've got like a full like branded kit to wear and the last box was with kind of everyone and i was like oh my god i've got one more box i thought that was everything and then i opened it and it's like you found the last last box safe and sound here's a donation of a thousand pounds and i I just like cried, I cried so video. much. A lot of people cried because I'm doing 100K for breast cancer. So for my nan and my auntie and Nikki. So the whole thing for me is obviously great physical challenge. Like, wow, it's been wild. But every time I run, I'm like, I'm quite emotional. Aren't I? When I, mm-hmm. I, just, I just cry and runs quite a lot of the time because I think about why I'm doing it. And when they did that, I just couldn't even like comprehend because a thousand pounds to a charity that is very very close to you is a lot of money to give so they did that the video is up on like linkedin instagram and stuff but i just wanted to say that because i think for a company to do that mm-hmm. is really incredible yeah. and i'm not an employee for them i'm one of their athletes and they did that for me and i just want to give them a little bit of a, a little bit of a shout out yeah, because it was, it was really it was lovely. 
It was really phenomenal. If you feel like crying, yeah. <laughs> try, and, try and watch it and not cry. Try and watch it and not cry. There's your challenge. But yeah, as Ben said, that is a really nice way to end today's podcast. Yeah, I think by the time this episode comes out, also my nine to five trainer will also be oh out. Oh my God, yeah. So we'll leave a link. Well, we'll try and leave a link in the description. The um, it releases on the 20th of June. Yes, it'll be out. It'll be out because we've pushed us back a tiny bit for a yeah. longer. Um, so basically, the nine to five trainer is going to be a trainer, for, not for, just for people who work at a nine to five job. It's for anyone who has a busy lifestyle, who struggle to get into the gym or do any form of training, and particularly for people who have to train at potentially peak hours in the day, so struggle to get on kit, and then therefore st- struggle to stick to the program. So mm-hmm. it's um it's a trainer that utilizes often least favorable pieces of kit or less favorable pieces of kit so that you can get your workout done all the sessions can be done within 45 minutes it's going to be training three times a week getting steps in and um scaling the program because i know for a lot of people who are new to the gym it's sometimes quite intimidating using certain bits of kit yeah so again the kit's been chosen for you to scale up and obviously i talk through every single movement and exercise that is on there as well so i think it's gonna be a super useful and helpful trainer for people yeah 100 percent Thank you so much for listening, tuning in today. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple, Spotify, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And got, wait, got some epic, epic guests coming up, by the way. Oh, yeah, well. we do. We've got some guests. really good guests coming up where we're having to travel away from the podcast yes. studio a little bit and go elsewhere, Indeed. which is But they'll exciting. be coming up anyway. So make sure that you're subscribed to anywhere where you're listening, listening yeah. or, or everywhere. Everywhere, anywhere, and we will catch you in next week's episode. Bye, guys. Bye.